The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul. He's Ronnie. Will games against the Rangers define our season? Absolutely not. Was that performance complete and utter shite and deserving of criticism? Absolutely. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Saturday's debacle, stay-at-home Scrandis Liga, hello to Flo, St Mirren preview, nay new striker, who am I, podcast shop, on this day with the Arab Archive, and has anyone seen Declan Glass? Like anyone. It's all coming up on episode 64 of the Dode Fox podcast. Hi, I'm Johnny Russell and you're listening to the Dode Fox podcast. So welcome back to the Dode Fox podcast. If the weather had played into our hands, we'd have been out on the decking the today. The lovely new decking. It's Blana Hooley, but our thanks to uh, John's Garden and Handyman Services. He's a good Arab as well as our John, who spent last week uh, working his balls off uh, in four days to complete the transformation of the shite hole that was my back garden into a... Uh, palatial. Fit, palatial. Palatial. Fit for a king. But thank you very much to uh, to John. He probably spent uh, yesterday getting really pissed in his own back garden bar mm. that he's built himself. But we'll get to that. Uh, before we do get to Saturday, what about Seab last week? The cat smuggler. What a man. <laughs> it was a good it was a good interview. I listened back to it myself and uh, uh, there was loads of, loads of bits that were making us smile and laugh. He was quite the character. Yeah, he was. He was uh, j- just one of those kind of cult heroes. But... When we said about him, you know, the Magnus school mark obviously is the one that gets brought up, but he just, he left everything. Like he went, it didn't matter. He, he went for everything. That's what we want in a goalkeeper. But yeah. he was mad. <laughs> yeah, like I was speaking to my old man about it and like before I spoke to him, my memory of Sieb was like he was just a character and he was a, like a no bad keeper. But a lot of people have since got in touch the, since the episode last week come out and they're like, oh, he was my hero. Like he, he was never my hero, but he was he was always somebody that seemed to be larger than life. Uh, and uh, as you say, like you get keepers these days that just never come for a cross. Like Sieb come for Ahan, he'd come for a cross, a throw in, Ahan. He, he, and he he took names, he took numbers, and he and he took limbs. Yeah, no, it was sometimes uh, the bar. It was great to speak to him. Uh, and like I say, we got a good forty five minutes because he was telling his dinner would be on the table. But it was uh, it was good to hear about his time and when he actually said he'd heard that uh, Jim McLean was was crazier than Tommy and he couldn't believe it because he'd seen <laughs> Tommy in full flight obviously <laughs> two clubs uh, but yeah listen it was great and obviously the, the bit about when he got dropped I, I didn't really remember him going out with the team that last season he was there but mm-hmm. I remember the Celtic game and I'm coming on I didn't remember like the shouts for the Celtic fans but that was quite funny when he was telling me about but I yeah. got the porn star <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we ever get if we ever get Paul Sturrock back on we can mm. we can chip him about what yeah. the what the story was for, for his side of it yes indeed we'll do. right we've done the nice bit <laughs> I, can't, I can't ignore it any longer oh jeez uh, it's near 24 hours ago the game kicked off uh, the team come out I think we expect to summon team lineup, maybe formation along the lines of what what was against Celtic. Uh, some changes were in the team. Obviously, uh, Ryan Edwards coming, Mark Conley out injured, uh, Luce Nielsen was in there as well, uh, and it was still quite hard to work out what kind of formation. But we got nearly to it. Dylan Powers come back in. Mm-hmm. 
they've been saying for a while and I thought on paper before the game I think yeah yeah, it's, it's what we need we need to start the game well that, that's obviously of, of great importance uh, we're probably not going to see as much of the ball uh, and we've done alright for 12 and a half minutes well yeah and then it just the arse fell out it it was uh, it was as poor a performance uh, as I've seen for quite a wee while uh, at the end of it, I was absolutely bailing. Like, <laughs> it kind of ruined my whole Saturday night. But it was uh, there was a few strange decisions taken during the game, I thought. Uh, but performance-wise, I didn't think we were ever at the races, other than the first twelve minutes, and maybe they were toying with us at that point. There, there was so many, so many things that, in my opinion, shouldn't be happening. I know. I mean, I mean, no gonna, no gonna lose the tatty over it because ultimately. It is a game that I didn't think we would win. Uh, it's I think we said it last week. You kind of hope to get something from these games against uh, Celtic and the Rangers, uh, but it was the manner. It was the manner of the defeat, the way that we played. It, it, it was just that without being overly harsh. It just the whole thing was just a shambles. The players didn't seem to be playing in any particular system. In my opinion, there was a bit of a lack of effort for some boys, and it was, and that was at an empty Ibrox Stadium. It's not even like we've went there, and it's an intimidating atmosphere, which I've no doubt it is when it's full. There was nobody there, so I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if the players were in their own mind beat before they got on the park. I'd be surprised and I'd be extremely disappointed if that was the case. I hope that wasn't the case. But it was, it was, it was an unacceptable performance. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll agree with that, uh, and I'm sure that uh, the manager and all the coaching staff and the players themselves hopefully realise that it was not acceptable. I I haven't listened to the full uh, post match interview from the manager in Shankland, but Shankland seemed quite pissed off about it, which is good. I'm glad that he's no laughing and joking, and. Uh, and the manager, Mr. Mellon, he says, well, he's obviously got a lot of work to do. Yes. No shit, Sherlock, because uh, the last... That's, that's three games in a row now, albeit two of them against them from Glasgow. And you're probably not expecting to get anything from their games, but it's the fact that I think we've maybe created about three chances in the three games. We're looking fairly, fairly shaky at the back. And that's being generous. Maybe not so much against Celtic, but like Kilmarnock certainly and uh, Rangers although it was four yesterday I mean it could have been I can't it's a case of like if my auntie had Baz she's my uncle but like they had a lot of chances they had a lot of chances that they probably should have done a wee bit better with Benji Segrist again so unfortunate being our best player and coming away with four goals that have went past them I feel sorry for the big man uh, but yesterday it didn't, uh, didn't leave a good taste in my mouth at the end of it and uh, it, it, something needs to change and something needs to change fairly quick the first two goals as well are, are, are just you know the first uh, Butcher doesn't track Kent Edwards gets turned like a ballerina boy Kent's a good player they spent 7 million on him right he's a good player but it was just a bit too easy for him it was I was watching that game uh, like it wasn't bad enough listening to Alec Ray and his mate it was at the first goal certainly I think uh, the, the lack of effort for Butcher was was really really poor like he's in that team 
for effort, for grit, for determination to no get bullied. And uh, I'm not saying he got bullied in that instance, but he just didn't run. Now, I don't know if he's carrying an injury, carrying a knock. I'm, I have no idea. I, I'm, I would suggest he isn't because of the substitutions that were made that we'll get to. But he just he just let the boy run. And if you, as you say, like, I, I don't like Kent, but he's not mug. He's a good player. Once Butcher lets him go, Edwards just gets turned inside out so easily. And then he, he, he finishes it. Fairly easy, I suppose. Uh, the second goal, Edward should clear it. He, <sighs> now, whether this this is why doesn't he? Why doesn't he? Does he get a shout? Even if he gets a shout, I think he still he of should course. still put his foot because that ball. if in doubt, stick it out. Well uh, said. You get to tell that when you're under Douglas lads. Douglas lads under tens. Ian Jones, when he's the manager, he tells you if in doubt, stick it out. And if the ball goes past the man, doesn't it? But that's another matter. But yeah, watching it in real time, it was almost. Almost like he pulled his foot away for blocking the cross. I can only think he got a shout, but as you say, even if he did get a shout, two things, who the hell's shouting? And second thing, just deal with it. Just put it out. doesn't matter if somebody's shouting. Maybe a Rangers player shouting. Might not, might not even have been anybody shouting. I don't know, can. It should have been dealt with. It should have been cut out. And that was like Edwards was, he had a hand in both their goals. I would say Butcher more so for the first one. I know Lewis Nielsen, he gets uh, nutmegged for the first goal. But as I was saying to you before we hit record, I tend to give Lewis a wee bit more leeway because he's only he's only 17. He's only played about five games in the first team. He is going up against Rain- the Rangers. Uh, it's, it's quite a big step up for what he's used to. But uh, yeah, the more experienced players yesterday, I think, I think we were let down by them. Mm. So we go into half time at 2 0. Now, obviously, I've by that point. Well, I've, before we get to half time, because this pissed me off as well, okay. there was a booking for Bolton. Now, yeah. Bolton went through and he got, I thought he got the ball and then Stephen Davis hit him. I thought he kicked his knee or he kneed his foot or whatever it was. So I'm shouting, that's a foul. Ref blows the whistle. I'm like, good, get him in the book. Not only does he book Bolton, but he gives them the foul. I did not see it. I did not see it that way. I still didn't see it. No, and I've watched that a few <laughs> times, but I, I, I didn't get it. I really didn't. Anyway, we can we get to half time? We got to half time. So we get to half time, and I was, I was kind of see if we'd have gotten it one nil. I think for the team given that we then soaked up a bit of pressure, and you know maybe it didn't have a lot of the ball, but we were given that they, they were having the going to have a lot of possession. They are. I mean, they're going to dominate games. Mm-hmm. And I would have been quite alright with that, but with the goal going in five minutes before, and at that time we'd had, I don't know, I mean Ian Hartz needs to stop shooting, for one thing, right? Because we hadn't created anything, right? Which is a real worry yeah. just now. Nicky Clark, I yeah. don't think, found a pass. No. Which again, these are just frustrations <clears throat> that wouldn't normally happen. You know, our, our, our fight, no, even our final ball, even us, if we'd played a simple pass for our first pass, when we made the second pass, it didn't go MD. Yeah. A lot of frustrations. We go in a half time before you're at the oven getting your pies or whatever you have for Scrandis League, so we'll get to that. What's your immediate thought as a, either a fan or, or as a manager? What, what did you think was going to happen half time? What did you want to see happen when that second half kicked off? I honestly thought that we would have taken Butcher off. And uh, anybody that listens to to this podcast you'll know that I'm I'm quite a fan of Butcher you know? I kind of like what he brings to the team normally but I just thought yesterday 
he, he wasn't a, he wasn't at it at all. Uh, and but I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, assuming he was carrying a knock or an injury or something. But then to take Powers off, who and I'm not saying he was he was fantastic, but I think he was maybe the least worst of the the midfield of like the Butcher Harks uh, Powers in the middle. Uh, to take him off at halftime, was he injured? Well, who knows? Who knows? But I, that was a surprise to me. And also, we brought on Logan Chalmers in his yeah. place. I mean, nothing again. Nothing against Logan. I looking at the bench. I probably would have brought on uh, Paul McMullen just because he's he's got more experience. Uh, like Logan, you don't really care what you're going to get for him. <laughs> you could you could say the same with Paul McMullen, I suppose. But like, he's got he's got a lot more experience to to have a go at them. But uh, yeah, so that was the first decision that I I queried. Uh, what were the other subbies that got made? Well, in the second half, you know, Shankland obviously come on, which is one of the positives of the day, getting him back after the, yes. the injuries had. He yeah. got half an hour for Nicky Clark, and then with nine minutes to go, Bolton and Nielsen replaced by Freeman and Sporla, who... Sporla? he done all right when he come on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he always does all right when he comes on. I, I don't know... But then is that a thing that... I mean, can you remember him starting a game and having as good a game as when he's been a sub? Hmm... No, possibly, I'm not, possibly listen, not. I'm not one of Tar MD. But he's not had that many chances, and if he does start a game, he doesn't really get a run of games. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe he needs it. I don't know. But he he done all right when he came on. But by that time, the bar was burst, was it? It was. Yeah, I mean, you're you're looking into the uh, you know the third goal. Pollock doesn't attract Tavernier, lets him run away, offside possibly. Mm. We we claimed for it. Uh, I, I haven't seen it again from from the angle that you would need to see it from. I thought the fourth goal was offside. Yeah. Straight away I shouted offside. But uh when it made a difference though, so no, of, of, of course. Like Kent missed an open goal. Benji had a few great saves. He had about four saves in three seconds at one point. It was yeah. It was just poor. I'm with uh, you though. I, th I think Power's the wrong player to be subbed at half time. I thought he was doing okay. Yeah. His ball retention was pretty good. I mean you could have taken anyone from Butcher Hearts or Pollock. Yeah. But you know. It was in the second half I can't remember what minute it was But I turned to my old man And I said Is, is Paul still on? Mm. And I wasn't uh, trying to be a smart arse I just Because when Shankland came on that You never actually saw the subby mm. Being made on, yeah. on Rangers TV Because I think that was when Morelos was Was doing me a hole in his leg oh, or, well. or something had happened uh, And I was assuming that they'd taken Paul off Because I I couldn't remember him getting said In the second half But uh, we'll, hit, we'll hit a touch on the Morelos Tackle yeah, what was your thoughts? Right, well, we've not spoke about this. No. Uh, and I would like to think I'm not looking through tangerine-tinted spectacles here, but I don't think he meant it. Like, I'd, I'd see nothing wrong with it. It's, it happens too quick. The injury is a bad one. That's undeniable. It's a bad injury. But that, to me, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad tackle. No. And I, I don't think it was. A hand on heart, and people have, people have said to me, "I've ever heard it be another way about if it was Morelos on Shankland or something." Well, maybe, but I would like to think if I had seen the tackle, and it was—I mean, it happens that quick. Exactly, it, it happened so that quick for for a natural for the natural way you kick a ball and your foot goes. Mm -hmm. It's a total natural. That's why I don't. I, I know it's bad. Mm -hmm. I know it's a, a bad injury, right? Yeah. And you know, it'll be linked to a. It'll be linked to twenty-five clubs next week. He, Still be in hospital getting that gash thingied up, <laughs> but I just think it's it's too close to. It's not like he's 
you know, he's he's hit a ball and left his studs up for five no, seconds. No. It's split second stuff. Yeah, but when you're listening to, obviously Alec Ray would have had him on trial for attempted murder, uh, the commentator on Rangers TV. And then after the game, when I was taking the wee man back home, it was, uh, it was James McFadden, it was on the radio saying that he fully expects Edwards to now be cited by the... By the the legal guy, Behave. yeah, but I mean that that's okay. I get Alex Ray is a complete buffoon, and he's a Rangers man as well. But that's McFadden, you know. That's another professional football player that's saying that. And I I don't like. N- normally they say it because they've got experience of it, but I don't like when they're like, "Ah, oh, well, you don't understand. You've never played football." No, I have played football. Maybe just know at that level. Clearly, know at that level. The way that tackle happened, I kind of for the life of me reckon that he meant it. No, and that genuinely, hand on heart, I would, I would defend the guy on that tackle. Well, he has to, in a, a kicking motion, he has to follow through. His yeah. foot, it can't go anywhere. But the the people that are saying it was a terrible tackle are saying, but his his legs then went straight. And when you see, like, there was something on Twitter as well. Somebody uh, posted a tweet showing Joe Shaughnessy's challenge uh, on the what does he play for St Man? was it Ross County they were playing or whatever oh, when he got, he got sent off the other week anyway okay. but it was a terrible tackle but they've paused it so you see Shaughnessy with a straight leg and they've paused they're showing me that yes uh, that's for the viewers the listeners they've uh, and then they they took a like a still of Ryan Edwards with a straight leg and it does look similar but the tackles are nothing alike Joe Shaughnessy was fired out a cannon into that tackle Ryan Edwards was just standing and he stood his ground and cleared yeah. the ball. His, his legs, unfortunately, That's what I mean. I'm not, Where's he meant to put his leg? Like, I, I don't get it. No. And then, see, and again, it's it's one of them. If Edwards doesn't do that, Morales is probably going to do him, right? Because he's coming on like a steam train. But it does look bad. I get that. But I, I just... I, I don't think he meant it. It's, no. it's a terrible injury. And like as much as I don't like Morales, I, I do feel for him, but I don't know... I, just, I honestly don't think he meant it. Yeah. And I await criticism. He's off to Hol- <laughs> Holby City AFC. Um, one shot on target yesterday, which was probably the same last week and the week before as well, it seems, which is not great at all. I don't like to agree with Jim Goodwin, but he made a very good point in that... Uh, Can we just clarify, he is a prick. There you go. There's yeah. a t-shirt for that. Uh, Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen and Hibs are better than the rest. The other eight clubs can all beat one another. That's where our battles are. And I wholeheartedly agree. Spot our on. battles are going to be there. Spot on. Already, if you look at the league table, there's like a ball here without, you know, out with, because they four are up there. Mm-hmm. We expect that. We, we kind of said that at the start. We don't expect, I mean, first and foremost, we need to stay up, but we need to play a hell of a lot better in the last two games if we're going to stay up, you know, because right now we have got, and we mentioned it last week, three massive games coming up. Yeah. And all, and not once have we looked like dominating a game in the last few weeks. We haven't looked like we're going to make, create enough chances, certainly clear cut chances. Don't get me wrong. See, yesterday we hit the bar, Shantley should probably score, right? But I think it was already two or three nil by the time these happened. But we kind of do that next week, even though we're up against the, the COVID goalies and uh, whoever but just it's just been for really frustrating that there's no real cutting edge see even if and we've said this before see if you get beat 
but you you give all the effort. Mm-hmm. See if we even get a goal or two yesterday. It gives you that to go, but we didn't even really look like it. No. That's a real worry. Yeah, there's the, there's a, a massive lack of creativity, uh, and it's you can it. We've we got away with it in a few games when everybody was knocking their pan in, and Mickey Mellon was coming out after the game saying, "We are Dundee United." You know this this is this is what we what you guys the fans should expect like a team that does that knocks their pan in for 90 minutes and that quickly gets people on side but when people didn't knock their pans in all the time and even when they do you still I'll still argue you still need a wee bit of creativity and I'm not sure who brings that to the team like Paul it started the season fairly well uh, the last the last two games maybe three games Celtic included he's he's just no been at it at all Uh there's something there's something missing and it's not a new thing like even last season we, we lacked some sort of creativity in most games uh, so I, I expect I expect changes for next week uh, hopefully I don't know if it's going to be a case of any signings getting made who knows we'll touch on that in a wee while but uh, we, we need something the, the team is crying out for something a wee spark uh, somebody that can get their foot on the ball and you know, play a play a killer pass, turn a defender, set somebody up for a chance, a half decent chance. We're just not doing any of that just now, at all. And the knock-on effect is that the the pressure then on the defence because they can that we're not creating much up the other end. It's you know it, it, it's multiplied because they're thinking I can't make a mistake now because we're not looking like scoring up the other end. And if we concede, there's a good chance we're going to get beat here. Uh, so as as it stands, that's the last three games we've we've no scored. Not really look like scoring, and as you said, the the next three games coming up are absolutely huge. Two four nil defeats, two games, one shot on target. Worst goal difference in the league already. <laughs> what a change for last season, eh? Um, the league table. You know, we mentioned how close it was. You know, Motherwell, Livingston, and Kilmarnock on five points. Hamilton on six. Us, St. Mirren's and Johnston on seven. Uh, St. Mirren have got a game in hand as do Hamilton. Uh, Ross County on 8 and then you've got Aberdeen 12 Celtic 13 Hibs 16 Rangers 19 so mm-hmm. you know I think that's the, the kind of how it's expected but it's important to be you know it's it's as close to the 5th and 6th spot than away for that 11th and 12th yeah certainly but we are needing a we're needing a massive spark a massive kick up the arse if players are going to come in they need to be better than what we've got mm-hmm. we, we didn't need they need to be different from what we've got yeah because we don't know there's a certain but we didn't need a squad player and we didn't need a no. young player no we're needing a player that can come in no first team do a job and play yeah you know because all the good feelings and that we've built up and deservedly so because the way we were playing and everything but that's three games Selig won aside because at least for 90 minutes we competed but the last two weeks have been utter woeful dire. yeah dire you kind of you kind of dress up any other way uh, yeah so I mean, we've brought this guy in through the week, uh, Florin Hottie. We had a wee bit of laugh about it on social media, saying he's not the only Hottie at Tannadice because there's two recording a podcast right now, but that's that's for other people to decide. He signed up until 2022. Yes. So I've obviously never heard of him, <laughs> as I'm pretty sure nobody has. Uh, we can only hope. But again, he's 19. Was he signed? He was signed for Rochdale. Academy mm. had he even played for Rochdale so my hopes for him 
they're, they're no sky high. I mean, obviously, you, you look and you, you you do hope that things come, but there's no expectation for what, what this guy can bring. Who knows, maybe he's a hidden gem, I don't know, but is he going to is he going to make an impact straight away? Is he going to be better than the guys that a lot of people feel we already have in the squad that are not even getting a mention? Boys like the Declan curious Glass. case of Declan Glass. Chris Mockery. I mean, is he going to be better than them? And and to touch on their individual cases, like what 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 is the story there? I think it was Andrew Ross or. I think I think it was Andrew anyway that messaged me saying, "Has Declan Glass shut in Mickey Mellon's kettle?" I have no idea, but it's looking like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a second manager now, and I think we've already mentioned it. But yeah, you come back in January, and there's fans. We were all wanted them back in January. It's the third manager if you include Shaba because he put him out on loan mm. as well. You know what? What are we no seeing? What mm-hmm. we what do we not know? Yeah. Like something because something has to be up there, you know. Because any, I mean, even in that we, you know, when they were playing the water polo against Sheffield United, mm-hmm. he, he done well, you know. So what's what's missing? What's you know what what are we no getting as fans? What are we no seeing? Mm-hmm. You know because I think we've seen enough for it. I think if anything, if it's going to be that case, get him out on loan, get him out playing games, but. Surely we could, he could kind of do any worse than what's going on just now the last couple of weeks. Chris Mockray, big difference there. Very young. Yes. Very inexperienced. Throwing him in yesterday, I don't think it does you any favours chasing the ball. But in these next three games, he's a boy that wants the ball. He's a boy that can take a boy on. He's confident. Brave. He's brave. You know, and possibly yesterday, yesterday wouldn't have done MD any favours if he's playing because you're chasing the ball. He's a boy who needs the ball at his feet. Yeah. But yeah, I would think, you know, you're looking at next week, Paul McMullen has to come in. Adrian Spurler's got to get a chance. I mean, Denton Glass or Chris Mockery, surely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Powers, you know, boys like maybe Harks, Butcher and Paul all need to sit on the bench for a game. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I think... Everyone, apart from Benji, weren't great yesterday. You know, there was no real pass marks and he felt for Benji again. But I think we can see that, you know, Luke Bolton's making that position his own as a wing-back. Mm-hmm. Even though he was quiet yesterday. Where's Liam Smith? I mean, how bad injury... I mean, we saw the injury. It wasn't a good tackle. Yeah. Right? But again, it gives options when he's available again for what kind of system we can play because... Well, well he wasn't ever present last year. You know, he was Mr. Reliable and... Yeah, we're missing him, and that's that's not even a slight on uh, on Lewis Nielsen, who's been filling in there, uh, and he's also very brave on the ball. Like uh, <laughs> we've said it before as well, if he keeps progressing, and this this is maybe a level too high too soon for him, but he's getting experience. Uh, is he making mistakes? Of course, he's making mistakes. He's just out of scale. He just sat his exams a couple of months ago, uh, but you could tell that he's he's got everything you need to to make a good career in, in this game but uh, the consistency that Liam Smith provided us last season it's just you know as you say where, what's happened to him it was an injury against Motherwell because mm. it was the boy Turnbull that nailed him that was the that was the second game of the season or is he there's not been any updates there's there's nothing we don't know what's happening with him don't know if he's back training don't know if he's had a leg amputated Christ knows it's, uh, it's 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 there are things, although 
although I'm no massively concerned, but there are wee things that kind of niggle away at me just now because we're on such a poor run and when you're on a poor run, it's, it's easy to criticise everything, you know, it's very hard to keep calm like hopefully the manager is doing right now. But uh, yeah, it's there are a few things that they have raised questions uh, and the only way to fully answer them is to start performing better and pick up results. What would you like to see team-wise for Saturday? I would give Sporla a start and uh, I would probably put Paula on the bench. So there's maybe no like for like, but they play on the same part of the pitch. Uh, I would I would throw Harks a subby coat and I would maybe put a glass or a mockery or a hottie because I, I don't know... Uh, I'm assuming that he's no been brought in as a development player. I really hope that's no the case. If money is tight, that we're signing development players because that's no what the fans are wanting to see. They're wanting to see somebody that can come in and make an impact now in the first team. Uh, so I would maybe go with one of their guys. And if nothing else, like we're we're speculating as to how good they might be. So the opposition wouldn't really care much about them. Uh, on the back of yesterday, I wouldn't I wouldn't play butcher, but. I'd, I'm not sure that I would completely throw him under the bus but Dylan Powers I'd maybe maybe make sure he started the game but again I wouldn't have took him off at half time and he'd come off at half time and unless he's injured I can only shake my head at that one I, I didn't understand that one I'd like I I'd start like, Shankland yeah I'd like to see us go back to a 4-4-2 yeah. Shankland and Clark or or, or, or Shankland and, and Louis yeah Cammy Smith you know he's an option as well maybe in the 10 yeah sitting here right now I can't fully answer your question because I'm still a wee bit pissed off and in a half but I I would make changes definitely there there have to be changes well there has to be I mean has to be you you can't even you know what even aside to just say Shankly come in one change is not enough either I think we probably need three or four next week Mm -hmm. just to freshen up as well Mm -hmm. you know I I don't think it would be it would be the worst decision you know, f- for that to happen. You know, obviously Simmern uh, beat 3-0 by Hibs yesterday. Simmern done a hair goalie. Well, they do. They've got the, the Hearts keeper, who you, he's was probably, the number one. He's probably been dealt to throw the bar in the net. <laughs> and I think, I find it hilarious that other goalies hate isolate because they've caught coronavirus or something and the boy that coaches them, Langfield, he couldn't catch it. <sighs> That's class. That's jokes there. Uh, Simmern plays Celtic on Wednesday before coming to Tana Dice okay. on uh, well, are they going to have a, an actual any of the keepers back against us no no because well, still... they need to self-isolate for at least 10 days no right okay so I wouldn't have thought so okay well. but you never know we don't know uh, very much they might do but uh, they, they got yeah they got beat yesterday by uh, by a, a very good Hibs team as we've seen yeah they are a good Hibs team um put aside pretty easy three three goals to nil so uh, we, we mentioned it it's must win games coming up they are the teams around us that we need to be beaten yeah yeah I think so and we said last week uh, without trying to get too far ahead of ourselves that I'm I'm looking for seven points from these three games because that means that you've you've obviously won a couple but you've lost none of them so nobody's getting any ground on you uh, and w- like obviously St Murns at home are the other two is it one at home, one away, or are they both away? No, we're we, we're at home uh, on the f- we're away the following week. Then we're at home the Friday night to Livingston. Livingston TV game away right. at Hamilton. 
well, shite hole. I'm glad we're in you there. Well, sorry to Leah Smith for uh, calling her <laughs> home to in a shite hole. Sorry. He didn't mean that, and he, didn't he's still craving a cheesecake. Uh, yeah, like I, you have to, you have to be looking to win both home games. Have to be, and to not lose at Hamilton. Obviously, you want to win at Hamilton, but uh, we need. I think we need seven points. Yeah, Minimal. and. Uh, it was pointed out on Twitter that since we said we've not been pumped, we've been pumped twice. I actually Correct. think we're uh, downfalls being because Siggy stopped his blog. Yes, his fault. Siggy's fault. He's the prick. No, but that's but before we got pumped, there was no hinting or we pumping. Pumped. No, exactly. But geez, we've not I've jinxed it. <laughs> uh, oh, well, can we just say we've not looked like pumping anybody? No, we've no. No, <laughs> so, we, we have definitely not. Cue a four 0 win next week. Um, so obviously, one one uh, positive of uh, of yesterday, I'm hoping, would have been your stay at home Scrandis Liga because we've kind of and well going by the latest rulings, this will be happening a lot longer, given there's nobody else okay. coming into the ground next week. So yesterday, tell us what you were dining out on yesterday. Right, well, I I, I was over in Tayport. I was at my sister's house, and she bailed. She took the kids elsewhere during the game and it was me and my old man and I had previously been around to marzipan meats on Castle Street in Tayport as the butcher there and I uh, got mince and onion bridey and a steak and gravy pie each for me and the old man obviously so the mince and onion bridey was absolutely fantastic it was delicious so I hoovered that down nice and then I was halfway through my, my steak and gravy pie when World War Three started with the two dogs that were in the house, I think they were fighting for my my crust or my affections. I'm not sure what it was, so I had to deal with that. So I put the I put half my pie down right next to my old man, borderline in his pocket, thinking it's cool, it's there, it's safe. He's not going to eat it. It's fine. I had to pick any of the dogs up, threw it in the back garden, tell JD to shut his pus, keep calm. Went back. Ollie was snuffling half my pie. Cue me shouting, arsehole, what are you doing? Old man shocking, he said, I was watching the game. <sighs> I, could, I could have lynched him. I could have lynched him and I could have killed Ollie. So my my bridey was delicious. My half a pair was all right. But I was in the half pair then. We were two and a hundred, looking like going three and a hundred, and a dog was eating half my pair. Raging. To be fair, you've had better Saturdays. I have had far better Saturdays. Eh? That's what I had. Uh, Looks pretty tasty. It's a platter. It's a platter. So uh, on the deck and no less. Uh, well, yes, and Afi uh, Marquez, by the way, because we're in, uh, money, in eh? the ferry for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> uh, so we had coronation chicken uh, sandwiches. Mm. We had uh, pulled pork sausage roll. What? Uh, oh, dynamite! Dynamite. We had uh, some chicken skewers. Uh, we had some crisps. And a fruit salad to go with it all. Delish. I think you're kidding yourself on with that fruit salad there. It was good. It was, good. It was just a, it was the it was the um, the the freshener at the end. Okay. Cleanse the palate. Uh, it looks pretty but, good. Uh, well, I was fizzing. I could have done with a freshener after my half a pass. So yeah, it looks. Um, obviously, the the thing that's obviously come out this week about the football not getting put back. Obviously, with the bigger picture, I know we've we've kind of tried not to mention the whole thing that's going on because it's quite a serious situation. We've you know made a bit of joke of it that we were it kind of helped for us with guests and stuff. Obviously, mm. uh, when it first kicked off, but 
Thoughts on kind of the rule in this week that it has all been put back for a few weeks? Something it's just inevitable given the, the numbers without we're no medical experts here, but just just your opinion, really. We are not medical experts nor political experts. Uh, we are football fans, and it's to me, even if it is inevitable, it's still disappointing because ultimately you want to get back in the ground, you want to start watching your team again rather than on TV because to me it's absolutely gash watching it on TV constantly, like especially when you're when you're somebody that goes to all the games, you know, when you're used to being there and feeling the atmosphere, getting an actual pie for an actual person nae behind an actual, no dogs in the ground to eat half your pie. It's just, I just miss it. I miss it massively. And, uh, and that's just, that's just me. That's just my personal opinion from the club. I would imagine it, it might even be panic stations now because this is now going to eat in the next season's budget. So if we didn't have much in the way of money to bring players in, and again, I'm only speculating, I didn't have any inside knowledge on this, but we did try and sign Safranco, which was close. We could speak about that in a minute. But the budget this year has obviously been massively slashed, not just for us, for, for everybody, I suppose. Uh, and now, the longer this goes on, we people that have bought season tickets actually getting into the ground, the more of a refund that the club's going to have to give people next season. If this goes on the whole season, like, and and who's to say it winner? You know, at this point, because it changes all the time. We had hoped to be in for the next home game, and a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Nah, we'll get other season ticket holders." And you were like, "Shut your pussy, you daft!" Eh? And you were right. And we're not even going to get anybody in now. So who's to say it's not going to go on for another few months? You know, which, as I say, will then eat into the budget. And it might be a case when next summer rolls around, people, the club might even say, "Look, can." if you can afford to buy the full season ticket, even though you didn't get to use it after all last season, they might, they might put that out. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just a shite state of affairs. Personally, I'm missing it. And uh, I'm, I'm sure the club are missing all the income. You know, they it's not that they're losing money, they're just not making money. Yes, I, I agree. Because I was looking forward to seeing some more people on the ground uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, again, it is only in our few weeks and these test events can keep going as we build towards it. Did, did you see the, and I think I know the answer to this, but did you see the the rules that the Aberdeen one yeah. had, they put out? Yeah. It, it just doesn't sound like fun, does it? No, no, I, I, I get that. Um Looking at the, I think I only saw a picture uh, on social media last night of Pataudry, well spaced out, wee mini bubbles here and there, a couple of people there, maybe a guy on his own there and a few there and whatever. Obviously seems to work at that size. Mm-hmm. But um, Any sheep? i never seen any, but then it might, Probably. they might have been hidden away. Yeah, they would have been on the side of the camera so you didn't see them. You know, but yeah, it's, it's pretty... It's pretty disappointing that there are so many rules, you know, that kind of shout, kind of cheer, kind of, you know, kind of lick each other when you score. Kind of scratch your ass because then you take it, go and wash both your hands and your ass hole. Yeah, I, I get that. So it's a, it's a hugely frustrating, you know, time as yeah. well, you know. to I, Hand on heart, I honestly don't think I want to be a part of that. Like if, if I'm, I don't even know how, they're, how they work it, if it's going to be like a ballot, but... If it's a case of 500 fans get in and and you're one of them, do I really want to be a part of that? I think you'd go. I think you would but go. That's because I'm an idiot. I probably would, but I, it's not. I, you, basically, the, the unwritten rule 
and amongst other rules for Aberdeen was do not enjoy yourself at any at any cost. Just sit there, shut your puss, watch the game. And the, the one, bar comes near you, then I touch it. And the one won nil as well. Exactly. They always win one nil. They've won about twelve games in a row now. Yeah, it's yeah, hugely hugely frustrating. Yeah, uh, talking about players slash rumor mill and whatever else. Uh, the we had them signed last week. Let's we, we did. We were in the wrong group chats. <laughs> uh, and you know whether his his team have changed the numbers or pulled the rug out for underwear. Who knows? Yeah. But the uh, Shafranko deal is off. Uh, we are not pursuing the Norwood deal. Um, but don't worry, the saviour that is Osmond so is training. It's still at St Andrews. I think it's all going to be all right. <laughs> that that was always that was arranged when Robbie Nielsen was the manager. Though, when, when he when he injured himself because it, because he was out of contract in three months and it was an injury that was going to take six to nine months or something to heal. I think the club done the right thing and said, "Look, you can rehab at our facilities." Would you be against that? Yes. Really? I'd, and you've not even. Said, would I be against what? But anything to do with Osmond, so... Oh, no, no. Would you like to be the next James Bond? But if you're not up for that... No, because Matt Reynolds is a shoe-in for that. You'd be against Osmond, so... Yeah. Why? Because he he did nothing in his previous spell to suggest that he'd be worthy of a contract. And, And the way Mickey Mellon's teams were playing before the last two games, where everybody was knocking their pan in and... That's not a kind of picture Osman so we're doing that. Okay. So and I'm only playing devil's advocate here because mm-hmm. you're clearly raging and I quite like this. Um so we're not paying him a hundred grand a year, but he would be on a pay as you play deal because he's to January. Because he's still trying to get himself fit. No. No, you're not going for it at all, yeah. No, I don't see what he brings. Unless Lionel Messi's coming in, we're done. Right. And, and he's not, because nobody can afford them. But no, I don't I wouldn't see the benefit. Like Osman so he might be the nicest guy in the world, but his body fails him. You know, he he just he wasn't up for it at that level for whatever reason. He done what did he score? One goal? Ah, but what a against, goal. He I turned old call inside out, it was good fun. My mother could turn call inside out. She's had one who knees and a hip replacement no <laughs> so I'm so I think <laughs> at last count anyway uh, no I just no I wouldn't and uh, nothing personal against the guy but he didn't he didn't do anything and I was so wanting him to be a success when he when he was officially a player for us but he made me look like a clown because he he never produced the goods at all mm, I can see it happening I just don't know I don't ask me why I just it's not happening <laughs> It's no happening. Okay, fine. Um, Nothing obviously happening in terms of no one's out on loan or anything like that, but we think we should hopefully start seeing some of the younger boys get out on loan uh, once the uh, Fundesliga and all that starts next month, must be. October, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, and, you know, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. So, that brings us to our play-along game. So, uh, Paul has remembered... Uh, to do uh, clues uh, this week so uh, if anyone has missed out on the last couple of weeks you had an absolute blinker uh, with um, a Reggie blinker. Samuel didn't get anywhere mm-hmm. but you did get Barry Douglas uh, last week on clue on the last question five. so you got yourself yeah. uh, what would be a point yeah. yet again people have been screaming uh, out loud walking down streets in their work in their car 
listening in the house, out walking the dog uh, after about clue two or three. Now, we've introduced some rules <laughs> to this because... In, in fairness. There is a lot of players. So the rules are they must have played... At least 50 games. 50 games. Yeah. Uh, I was arguing that if there were a one-season wonder, it would be allowed and Andy Robertson, etc. But mm. uh, we seem to have been going for uh, other than that. And uh, we've got kind of an unwritten rule is that I have had to see them play. So it has to be in my kind of lifetime of really seeing United. So you're talking early 90s. Yep, 90, onwards. 91 onwards. Yep. No, no. <laughs> Great. Um, so, <laughs> so as always, you can play along mm-hmm. and depending how bad this one is, that'll be who I pick next week. Uh, so it's five clues about a former United player, but who are they? Play along at home. Paul Minicle, it's over to you. Clue number one, Ron. This player was signed on the 11th of March, 1999 for £40,000 by Paul Sturrock. You better go and shut that back door. It was tumbleweed just blew in there. <laughs> 11th of March, 1999. That's, that's what I said. So, season of the Great Escape. No, no, finished that season, 99. Move on. Okay, question number two. This player, who never scored a goal for us, was born on 26th of November, 1978, and made 76 appearances for Dundee United. So he's 42. He played for us when he was 21. He made how many appearances? He made 76 appearances for the club. 76 is no bad. Mm. Must have been there for a few, even four years. Nah, three years. Three years decent. He'd get, well, I mean, pun for time a wee bit here. Trying to work it out. Could be for four points. But if MD's got that after the first thing I'm not hearing it right no well, well played I'm not I'm not hearing it uh, uh, right move on he's a third clue this player although born in England went on to win seven caps for Wales however he won these caps after his spell at Tannadice Ooh, a Welsh international, but no well at United. Scottish. Well, English. Where was he born? Although born in England. Born in England. So he's English, but played for Wales. I don't think it's... You've not even guessed the name yet. You're worse than me. <laughs> I don't think it's David Partridge. <gasps> Spawn. Is it David Partridge? David Partridge. <laughs> I can't believe you got that. You yes! maggot. Three points. Absolute brick. What was your other clue? <laughs> Get in. This player played for one other Scottish team, and this was after his time at Tannadice. Well, that's a brutal clue. I would never have got that. Motherwell. Oh, no idea. Next. And the last clue. This player's name rhymes with Craved Cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you would, you'd have definitely got one point. <laughs> Get in. You've done well points. there. Three points. You're top of the league after one game. Yes. Maggot. Oh, I'm disappointed with that. First two are tricky, it. though. First ah. two are really tricky. Can you done well? You done you, well. But the, you know what? I was getting them. No, I wasn't getting confused at the time. But when you mentioned 
the earlier ones. I th- for some reason, I had David Proctor in my head. Totally wrong. Seven, eight years too early. Brewster's son. Get in. Well done. Yes. Who am I? I'll be back next week. Um, right. Podcast merch. Uh, 99% of orders were dispatched on Friday morning. The next pre-order date is next Monday. It's the 21st of September. There are already two new mugs in the shop that you can see now. And we'll have another three items to follow uh, next week. And basically what will happen is some t-shirts will slightly disappear for a little while. And now and again. Uh, but yeah, we've got two new mugs that you can now see. And then this week we'll release a couple other uh, items ahead of next week's pre-order of 21st. There's no loads of stuff left in stock. There are some tote bags, which are finally here. Uh, there are some face masks. There are nice nudes. Uh, there are badges. And there are some of the uh, logo and the podcast pint mugs. And by the middle of this week, uh, there'll be a couple of spare podcast pint glasses uh but thank you very much for your continued support uh you call them glasses i call them tumblers that's a pint glass okay i thought in that see a glass a pint glass is a normal glass a pint tumbler in my head is one of those big stein thick many looking stein things that, that, that i'll give a concussion if you smash somebody with. it's just well go and get a pint glass then i'll hit you over the head with it and see if you get concussion it's a tumbler so anyway, doadfoxpodcast.com uh, if you want to check out some of our merchandise. And uh, th- again, thank you very much to everyone who has. We have our orders go out to uh, across the UK, but also to Sweden, Australia, Canada, America, uh, America uh, all last week and uh, Thursday night in the uh, the Dode Fox Podcast sweatshop, getting everything together. And uh, You need some sort of air conditioning in that room. It's, it's horrendous. It's um, it's brutal. It's it's uh, two large guys working in a cupboard. It's uh, middle-aged men labour. Uh, basically, yeah. that's what that is. Uh, basically, uh, for no even minimum wage. <laughs> no. It's basically a voluntary work. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much uh, to those who have already bought some of our gear. Right on this day. An association with the Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006. I've got three games and two birthdays for you today. Uh, the Dundee Derby in 1974 kicked off at 6.30 due to the Lookers Air Show. I'd only went to it once. Never been. Yeah, I, was, I mean, you'll not get now, but... Clearly. Uh, it was it was good times, but I never realised it was on the same day and the games didn't go on. Mm. Uh, just under 11,000 were at Tanadice's Alan Munro who had only signed the same day, marked his debut with a goal, and he only played once more, then joined St Man. Not a bad debut. And former podcast guest uh, Andy Gray scored a second half double as we won 3-0. Former podcast guest Andy Gray. Mm-hmm. That's mental. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did he speak to us? Do I idiots? I know. Well, wait till we get to the next thing. <laughs> uh, we were on UEFA Cup duty in 1977, and another former guest, Paul Sturrock. Got the only goal of the game as we beat Copenhagen at Tannadice in the first round, first leg. European Cup action in 1983, we were in Malta to take on Ham Run Spartans. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the Caledonia Braves. No, but, but it's, it's a good name. Uh, it was the first round, first leg. United couldn't have asked for a better start. John Riley hooked the ball home in two minutes from an Eamon Bannon cross. The ball rarely left Ham Run's half, but a second goal didn't materialise until the 34th minute. 
when Ralph Mills played the cross for Eamon Bannon to head in on the run uh, United had the third in the 67th minute a Richard Goff header was blocked on the line Derek Stark blasted the ball into the roof of the net on the rebound interesting thing about this game they were both it was played at uh, the stadium uh, obviously because that's where you play games but Rangers played a European game right before it hmm. and then we kicked off at against like, Valletta yeah, they played, aye. At like half six and then we played at eight, something like that. But that yeah, was a bit random. Yeah. Uh, as with all our birthdays, we'll get Paul's view on uh, on these players. Signed by Peter Houston, 2011. This striker made 15 appearances, scored three goals. He's probably better known for his girlfriend at the time. He's already been mentioned in recent weeks. Happy 29th birthday to Laurie Delavalle. Uh I don't really have many thoughts on Laurie. Uh, I could see you. Have you got... Hearts for eyes emoji there. No for, him. no for him. No for him. He he actually scored the first United goal that my son Leo ever saw live. It was the, I think we were playing Inverness, we beat them 3-1. It was the day that Jim McLean opened the stand and Laurie Dallavalli scored the first goal in that game. So that's my memories of him. Fond memories. But you've got fonder memories of his, of Miss Dallavalli. Anyway. Settle. Our second birthday boy was signed 20 years ago by Alex Smith he was a Cameroon international and I'm even laughing saying it he made just four appearances scored knee goals <laughs> do you know who it is yet? can't be Mavondo Mavondo was offside four times a game <laughs> a game <laughs> easy uh, Alphonse Shami Alphonse Chummy. Yeah, I remember 49 him. today. I remember him. Yep. Sure. Uh, he wasn't the best. Yeah. He, he was named Avondo Atangana. You gonna... <laughs> I know. I don't know why, right? So I got pulled up for saying Mavondo Antangana, right? And I and add an extra N in there. And you even do. in my notes, that N's no there. That N's offside. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be there. It's as offside as the great man himself, who's yeah. forever offside. The cult hero himself. <laughs> did you say cult? I did, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, old Alphonse, 49. Happy birthday, Alfonso. Alphonse, Alphonse, however you pronounce it. Uh, dinner, man. Do, do you want to add another name? letter in his name? No. no. Didn't do much, though, did he? Nah, not really. Not really. Good at all. Uh, but yeah, that is, uh, we have got through the episode. How. And it's perspectives here, right? But it's a big difference for you. Was it worse getting pumped 4 0 for Queen in the South? Yeah. Has to be. Of course it is. Look, yesterday was, was garbage, okay? No doubt about it. But better United teams than that have been pumped through Ibrox. It was just the way that the manner of the defeat, the performance, the fact that. I mean, you've got half a. I think you've got half a chance when they didn't have any fans behind them. But we never had any chance as soon as the ref blew the first whistle. We were just never at the races. And I think that's what's the most disappointing thing. No, the fact that we got beat. Just the way that we got beat. Yeah. Not not the best, but the level we're now working at is mm. so different to that. Don't get me wrong. Was a... We actually we looked like a championship team yesterday mm. against a premiership team. Yeah. Yeah, that's and what it'll look you know what? like. It, it's all levels. You, you're hoping for the best, but you know, I think. Well, we certainly said it before. We we had to call. You know, looking at the the prices they've, the money they've spent. Whether they've got that money, who knows? Uh, on the players, you know, Kent seven million. You know, I think the centre half that appeared 
because the boy got injured was five million quid and there's a lot of money being spent there and you know so they want to they want to win a league they want to challenge and, and win that league uh but yeah we looked very very ordinary and way 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 off it yes uh yesterday and we massively off certainly it. need arses being kicked uh this uh this week it's obviously right now puts I'm not saying it puts pressure on Mickey Mellon, but it's now our response is needed. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really going to see, because don't get me wrong, the, the, we had a real love and warm as well at the start because mm-hmm. when we got to speak to him, but then how we started the season and we were playing. Yeah. But that's two bad defeats yeah. in a row. Yeah, we lost to Celtic before that, but, you know, at least the effort was there. I keep saying that, but we did have effort and our hearts are sunk when that ball hit about four boys and went in. But the last two games have been dreadful. Yeah, we, we kind of... You, you kind of cling on to many positives from the last two games, at least in the, the other games that we'd lost. Hibs, we were, you could argue we were unfortunate. Celtic, Christ, we're always unfortunate in some way, shape or form against them. But Kilmarnock deservedly won and Rangers deservedly won. Comfortably. Never at the races. Uh, so we're at Dice next week. Now a massive game. How do you think we'll get on? Let us know on social media. We are at Dodefox Podcast. Don't forget you can go to dodefoxpodcast.com and check out some of the range of merch that we've got available. Do have a great week. If you haven't already, do download the Protect Scotland app, which is the next step in fighting coronavirus. You know, it's it's the, something we all need to do so we can all get back into grounds and whatever and the more we can we can do it. It's anonymous, it's private, it's free and downloading it today will continue to help protect the progress that we've made. Go to protect.scot, you can find it on your app stores and remember, wash your hands and your arsehole. <laughs>